Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power, and this allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are talking about shame. Why not? We've got to talk about the topics on this show that most people don't want to talk about. So that's what I'm here for. I actually really do believe this deep down. This is part of my life mission is to talk about the things that others don't want to so that we can start to normalize the conversations because it's we're, we're making them mountains when they don't need to be mountains. So I was on a coaching call not that long ago when somebody was asking, but what do I do about shame? What do I do about blame and guilt and all of those emotions that I'm carrying that are stopping me from showing up in my life? And when I started to talk about shame and I looked around on the Zoom, I realized that this was a new concept for a lot of people that were on the call. And here's the whole thing about our stories. Let me break this down for a second. The lessons that we've learned We've learned them because we've lived them and we've lived through something, right? We're talking about things you can't read in a book. You just can't read in a book. You have to live them in order to learn them. And when we learn those lessons, as hard as it is, those are the things that we know better than anyone else. And they are what we are meant to teach on, coach on, write about, because we know it better than anyone else. And as I'm talking about shame in this call, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, okay, this is not something that everyone is understanding or has, or gets it. And that's because they haven't lived how to move through it. So this is my, before I even start, this is my plug to you that the thing that you keep discounting that you think is so easy and straightforward for you that who else would want to know or who else needs to know, um, literally everyone, like people want to know how to do something and you have learned how to do something. So that's literally what I do in my program. It's when I help people with their storytelling breakthrough sessions where we break down the story, look for the lessons and teach them how to show up powerfully in their own lives, which then leads to impacting others. So there's the plug first. It's important because it's something that is ongoing. I take on a couple of breakthrough sessions a month because this is something that people kept asking me for. So that's what that means. Now let's dive into shame. We cannot have this conversation without talking about Brene Brown. It's impossible. So I'm going to give you a couple of definitions that she uses. Shame is something that it's an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Shame is one of the most powerful emotions that profoundly shapes, controls, and dictates the way we interact, the way we show up, the way we allow ourselves to be seen in the world. Shame is in the eyes of the beholder. It is, it's, there's no judging what you feel shame is because it's how you feel it. 
And the thing is, is that it can be a moment. It can be an experience. It can be an embarrassment is something you want to hide from others. It's something you don't want others to know about. And eventually the lesson, the story of shame becomes so big in your life that you literally hide so that you hope no one knows what has happened or what experience you have gone through. We all, let's here's a disclaimer. We all have shame stories. Every single one of us have them, every single one of us. And like I said, it's all based on what you perceive as a shame story. So I guarantee you, we all have them. These are our stories of struggle. The stories that we feel mean that we have failed, that we feel that no one, we hope no one ever finds out about us. They have a tremendous hold on us. And we continue to feed the story and keep it alive by hiding behind it. So I want you to think of these shame stories as armor. We put up this wall and hope to God, nobody sees what's behind the wall. We hope no one can see how we've struggled or we, how we had a hard time making it through, or maybe some of the decisions that we made in our life, we feed that shame story. We actually are keeping it alive by hiding it. We are keeping it alive. We're giving it power. We are letting it have its hold on us because we don't want to talk about the difficult things in life. So we are feeding it. We are fueling it. And we are literally giving it all of our energy and power. We are. So we are the only ones who can change the story. That's it. We're the only ones who can change the story. So shame loves secrecy. So the less you talk about it, the more you hide behind it, the more you feed it, the more you fuel it. And the more you keep it private and quiet, the more you're keeping shame alive. A hundred percent you are keeping it alive. I know it's tough because sometimes people will say, well, they make me feel shameful. Listen, I, I say this with the most amount of love. No one can make you feel anything unless you choose to take on that emotion. You are literally taking that emotion, that thought, opinion, or judgment from someone else, and you're shoving it deep into your soul and saying, okay, I guess they, they're right. They know what they're saying. I'm going to carry this around and let this dictate every single aspect of my life. Like, Think about that for a second, because when you recognize it's something that you're doing, then you recognize it's something that you can change. And I'm telling you, you can change your story at any moment in time. I have seen people do it. I've done it. It is very, very possible. So you have to get to a space of deciding that you're not going to keep shame alive. And I know you're going to say, but what will others think? What, how are they going to judge me? What are they going to say? First question is, who are they? Who are they? Like, ask yourself, who are they? Right. If they're not somebody that you're actually that concerned about, somebody who is not walking in your shoes, they're not walking beside you, they're not supporting you, then stop giving them that much power. That's the first thing. Second thing is, is that shame is keeping you stuck in your life. And you are the one I want to get moving. You're the one that I want to create action in your life because you moving and changing gives permission for others to do the same. So you get to a space where you decide that, wait a minute, if I'm the one that's feeding it and I'm the one that's fueling it, then I'm the only one that can change it. Wow. All right. I guess I'm the only one that can change it, which is true. So we give our story a voice. The second we give our story, our emotions, our feelings, a voice, shame can't survive. It absolutely can't survive. So what we don't need in the midst of being like this in the shame struggle is thinking that we are alone. The reason that we feel that we are alone is because we're not sharing what we have come through. We're not sharing our struggles. We're not sharing our story. 
if you are somebody who has been inspired by my story of overcoming or someone else's story of overcoming something, if you've been inspired by that, that is because you are connected at the soul of what they have come through, what they are achieving. And it's triggering something in you because it's showing that you actually can do it too. You absolutely can create that change too. So I want you to know as humans, we are perfectly imperfect. We are wired for struggle and we are very worthy of love and belonging. This codependent relationship that we have with shame is what is keeping us stuck. We are keeping shame alive and it blocks us from all the connections, relationships, joys, and fulfillment that we're always searching for. That's what it's doing. On the other side of deciding to do something with shame stories and deciding not to feed it or keep it alive anymore, on the other side of that means that we have to step into and embrace courage. We have to step in and embrace vulnerability. That means we are choosing to show up and let others see us, see who we are, see what we've come through, see what we've lived through, and let uh, let them see us, like be super vulnerable. Vulnerable does not mean blame, okay? So vulnerability does not mean blame. It does not mean that we're standing there saying, I'm the victim of all these things that have happened to me, and... There's nothing that I can do about it. That's not what vulnerability is. Vulnerability is standing there and saying, this is my story. This is what I've learned. This is what I've lived through. And this is what I've chosen to do with it. This is what I choose to do with it. That's what vulnerability is. I think it's a quote by Stephen Covey, and it has been instrumental in my life in the fact that we are not a product of our circumstances. We are a product of our decisions. Our decisions are our choices. That quote is gold. So we are not a product of our circumstances. We are a product of our decisions. So yes, majority of people that you know have had something very traumatic happen to them. They've had very difficult life lessons that they've learned. What they do next with it is where the story changes. That's where it changes. So we get to a space of saying, I don't want to carry this armor anymore. I don't want to hide behind this. I don't want to be in this space. Where can I find my courage? And I think this is the key tipping point. I know there's a lot of thoughts in this podcast, but I think that is where the key tipping point of surrender comes. It's coming to the space of realizing that you're carrying this armor, you're holding on to it, you're suffocating under it, and nothing is changing. That's where I got to. I realized that I was carrying this to look like I could handle everything that I had. I didn't want to show anyone I was struggling. I didn't want to be real because I'd been hurt so many times by people who were very close to me. So I carried that armor, but the armor, there's got lots of podcasts on armor. The armor actually blocks out all emotions, not just the painful ones, not just the ones that sting, not the ones that you're trying to protect yourself from. It blocks out everything. So when I got to a space and a counselor said to me, where are you experiencing joy in your life? And I'm like, joy, there's no joy right now. Did you not listen to what I said? My story is like, how can I have joy? That seemed like a ridiculous question. But it was because I actually didn't know how to feel it. I didn't know how to experience it. I didn't get it because I didn't have it anywhere in my life. That's when I went, holy shit, this is not working. I am literally carrying this armor to keep myself safe, but I'm suffocating under it. My world is super small and my story isn't changing. Like how freaking depressing is that? Like nothing was changing. 
And then I realize I'm the one holding the armor. I'm the one using it to block my my and keep my bubble and keep my world safe. This way isn't working. That's when I started to embrace vulnerability. Yes, that was a key point of courage. I recognize that. And people say, well, it's easy because you're courageous. You have a lot of courage. No, it's not easy. Stop telling yourself that story because it's like absolute bullshit, not true. You're keeping yourself stuck by telling yourself that story. I chose to be courageous to show courage in that moment because I didn't want to do it the other way anymore. I was so tired of my life that way. I didn't want to live that way anymore. So I chose courage. I found a voice. I spoke up. I spoke up in small groups. I spoke up on small stages. I spoke up in Facebook groups. And before I knew it, I spoke up on lives, on live videos. Then it came in a podcast and it came in a book. I started to use my voice because the more I did that, the more I heard other people say, oh my God, that's my story too. The more I heard that, the more I recognized that, wait, I'm not alone. Are you kidding? I didn't know. I had no idea I wasn't alone. And so every time I feel the fear of like, can I actually do this? Then I remember, well, who's in your life now? Because you embrace vulnerability, like literally everyone, like my relationships are better. The people are amazing because I embrace vulnerability. There's so much power in it that I, I don't want to carry that armor ever again because it suffocates me and it doesn't let me live the life that I'm meant to live. I will not feed shame anymore. I will not because I have been on both sides of it and you couldn't pay me to go back the other way. You absolutely couldn't pay me. Is it possible to create the change? 1,000%, 1,000%. You just have to decide to not feed shame anymore by giving it a voice. And you're going to give it a voice. You're going to learn how to give yourself some compassion, which I'm still learning half the time. Trust me, this is that's, this one's actually really even tougher, tougher for me than vulnerability and courage is giving myself some compassion and space to allow me to figure out what my words are going to be, to allow me to process, to move forward. Honestly, without compassion and courage, like we allow ourselves without that, it gets really tough to decide to put a voice to our story. And as soon as, but understand this, please. The second we put the voice to our story, we now have dropped the armor. We're in a space of finding our connection, our joy, fulfillment. Your entire story can change. People will come out of the woodwork because they can see you and hear you. You have to go first. You absolutely have to go first. And then all of a sudden, in comes empathy and understanding and connections and relationships. That voice will kill shame. It will squash it like an ant on the sidewalk. It'll squash it. That's what the voice is. And I am so crazy passionate about teaching people how to find that voice in order to squash to squash shame because your life will look completely different, completely completely different. You're going to look at it and go, holy crap. I cannot believe where I am now. And this is so exciting. That's the space I want you to live in because it's freaking beautiful. Honestly, it's so much better than where I used to live and live for a long time, honestly. So I would love that for you. So ask yourself if you are in a space of ready to change the story, learning how to let go of shame, learning how to not give it the power anymore, learning to use your voice to build those connections, to be vulnerable, to be courageous and change your story. Cause that's essentially what we do here. 
And a couple things that I'll tie back into the storytelling breakthrough sessions are available in the show notes. I only do a couple of them a month because of timing and energy and the right people. If you're in the space that you're like, damn, I want to know how to do that. That is what I do. And I would love the chance to work with you to do that. Secondly, I'm going to tie this all back into the great Canadian women book that is releasing the, there is in the show notes is a link for the pre-sale orders and it will be releasing in July. So pre-sale orders start now. There's a couple options there in order to buy the book and have it shipped to you. It's signed copies. Um, and we can do that too. So I'm just, honestly, I'm just so damn grateful for everything that I have learned and that I chose to share these lessons with you because I want you to create change in your life because it's all possible. It's all possible, but you have to go first. You have to choose to go first and you have to choose to use your voice and to stop feeding shame. You are the one who can change this story a hundred percent. I believe in you and I cannot wait to cheer you on. So have an incredible, incredible day. I would love to know how this episode landed for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.